just straight up Rihanna as a half orc. So <laughs> I just want to make that known. <laughs> That's how she's been described straight before. Up, yeah. And it's how she will always be described. Rihanna was just described as a half orc? Well, no, I'm just <laughs> yeah. saying. That's what Janessa is. I don't so think no. she'd like that. I don't ever want to insult her. And an awkward one. <laughs> very awkward. <laughs> she makes a very awkward half orc. Oh, man. Oh, God. We have done so much. So now it is time to do some more. And yet so little, according to you. According to me. (laughs) I know. Well, no, we did everything we were supposed to do. Okay. Now we have to do everything that we're supposed to do again. Let's do it. And yes. So today I'm joined by my good friend, Micah. Hello. Right. Micah my right. good friend. Micah correct. Not Michael wrong. <laughs> Not to your right, but correct. My Micah. good friend, Jenna. <laughs> Hello. And Jenna has brought her boyfriend with her. Andrew. <laughs> yes, I am Jenna's boyfriend. He shall now be known as not Andrew, but Jenna's boyfriend. Jenna's boyfriend, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm here. Welcome. Andrew. Welcome, 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 welcome. <laughs> Today is going to be a good day. You guys are in... Kind of so a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah, you just said it's gonna be a good day, but we're all royally. Fucked it's also right night. So. Yeah, oh. it's a great night. It's a fantastic night. So things are going to be well within my soul. Nice, uh, nice hymn reference. Mm. <laughs> hymn? Yeah, being well with my soul. Is that oh, a hymn not, song? Yes. <laughs> no, H Y I. Oh, there was like a movie called Hymn. Not H I M. Like that would be even like better, a sequel right? to her. <laughs> No, I thought that was from the band Him. No, this is, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nope. So many cross references Way there. Over my head. I can't even. So many uh, groups of people just screaming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just hit a nerve with just about every type of person that was You monsters! <laughs> ben Margera is awesome. Yeah, right? <laughs> what do you got? Oh, what do you got for us, Taylor? You all stand covering your eyes. Your your arms are free and you, you can't you can see in front of you, but all you can see is white as the blinding light radiates. You can see nothing behind the light. After a brief moment you hear the voice again from behind the light say, What is the meaning of this? Of what? Keela Keela pauses for a moment and she so she, she looks up and she's pinned to the ground and she looks over at the white and she says, I know that voice. The light dims to reveal an elderly elf in blue robes. And 
all of a sudden, the tree blights and the vine blights release their grip. And you guys are free again. Keela gets up. She says, You know this guy? Bartom? Why have you attacked us this way? And he, he just says, What in the world is going on? Keela gets up. She dusts herself off and she hears your question and she looks over to Janessa and she says, yes, we, uh, we know Bartom. He's a, he's a, actually a wizard who has taken residence near the Sandalwood tribe and apparently he is out here on his own defending himself with woodland creatures oh. of his own creation. No offense, but your map, secretive or not, led us to someone's house whom you know? That is not the case. We oh. don't know where Bartholm lives. He visits the city. I see. We had no idea we were coming here. Um, Janessa just kind of like puts her hands up off of her kukris and just kind of gives a surrendering uh, gesture toward Bartholm the wizard. Mm-hmm. I'm just leaning on the staff, you know, taking it all in. You get happy to breathe. <laughs> okay. I kind of <laughs> lean to Keelan. I'm like, but like, he's cool, right? <laughs> she kind of looks at you up and down. She's like, yeah, he's cool. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so they just kind of take a moment and everybody's gathering themselves. And he's like, what is the meaning of this? Why are you out here causing so much ruckus? And she says, it's a long story, but we we have this map left to me by my father. And through some form of magic, it has led us here to you. And he goes, you don't say. That is quite peculiar. Well, come in, come in. Let's let's go in and take a load off. And he kind of ushers you guys into his house. And you all approach this cottage. And you go inside. And it is well lit with a fireplace. There's a table to the right. And there are some like chairs to the left that are just for lounging, basically. And there's a couple of doors in the back, but they're all closed. And, and he just says, come in, come in, make yourself at home. And he goes over to his kettle pot on the stove. And he starts just kind of tinkering with it and kind of moving it back and forth. Um, if you're taking requests, I like black tea. Black tea, you say? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyone else? Oh, um, whatever you have. And I'm Selvi, by the way. Mm. So nice to meet you. So sorry for the trespassing. Not intended. We're cool. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Janessa. Mm-hmm. I will get to the bottom of that. I'm Silen. Black tea with cream. Black tea with cream. Ah, that's quite mm. a, quite a remarkable <laughs> request, but okay. And he... <laughs> <laughs> Of all the things that we've been through, that's the most ridiculous. Well, he has to like go milk a cow. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> he and, doesn't have and a fridge. He, you can tell that he's like got books littered around. Yeah. He's been reading. Uh-huh. And he heard a noise and he came outside. You guys are just the farthest thing from yeah. his mind, right? Now. Uh, Janessa <laughs> turns to Silen and says, If we were back in my cottage, I have plenty of goat's milk uh, oh. for cream. <laughs> so good. this guy just seems like he's a little detached from society. Um, Janessa, that's not helpful right now, but um let's just see. we'll get, he you know he's hosting us. We'll give him we'll take whatever he can. Uh, Janessa nods quickly and again her cheeks burn with a purplish like <laughs> embarrassment. 
purplish and bad. I love that. She turns purple when she's just <laughs> abashed. So <laughs> abashed. And so, I feel kind of bad, so I go like, oh, it's okay. I kind of like pat I, her on the back. Yeah. So he's got a big cauldron hanging over the... Uh, I cringe from your touch. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got a big cauldron hanging over the fire. And uh, to the right of the fire, kind of still in the fireplace, is a smaller kettle that he pulls out. And he begins pouring glasses for the four of you. Do you mind if I do a quick perception check? Of you the may, place? yeah, absolutely. Um, that's thirteen. Nice. So you look around and you see this place is very homey, but there's a lot of different things. There's there's a map of all of Trayland up on the wall. He's oh. got a couple of different items. He's got like a compass tool to use to like mark sure. distances and stuff like that he's also got right as you walk in on the left he's got bookshelves basically lining the whole wall cool there are books everywhere in this cottage and particularly there's also another shorter bookshelf to the right of the fireplace and there's another one to the left of or to the right and to the left of the fireplace so are they're there, bo- on both sides are there any titles that kind of stick out or any themes not really uh there's, or is it pretty eclectic? Like it's pretty this? eclectic. Okay. There's a lot of there's a lot of really intense like history, arcane, many languages, geography, right, language, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. all of the above. Yeah, all of the above. Okay, it's cool. pretty much all over the place, and so that's pretty much all you see there. And he comes over and he pours each of you a glass, and he says, "I believe that an apology is in order. I I'm sorry. I am a little overprotective these days. I." I haven't lived this long without protecting myself, so I do take pride in leaving traps out in the forest to keep people from coming here. I, if I would have known Keela was coming here with some friends, I might not have well, reacted this way. Why would Keela's map lead us to your hut? That I would like to get to the bottom of. I do not know. Uh, Janessa just kind of sips at her tea. Nice. So you sip at your tea and you instantly start healing all of your HP. Whoa, awesome. Guys, drink your tea. It makes you feel real good. Even without the goat's milk. Is there cream? He sees the... (laughs) (laughs) That's still your concern. He kind of sets cream on the table and he just says, I'm going to let you handle this. Fantastic. And he sees the look on Janessa's face as she's drinking the tea, and he says, hmm, one of my own concoctions, something to rejuvenate and more of a healing touch than it is to antioxidate. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I kind of feel my the sword wound on from my shoulder earlier kind of heal yeah. up, and I, I feel this, and I say... Not only that, but you get all your spell slots what? back. Oh! As if a a long rest. Okay. As if a long rest has happened. (sighs) You each drink from your tea and you immediately get all your spell slots. I'm going to need a thermos (laughs) of this to get get like 32 ounces of this to go. And the the kettle is very small. He's got just a little left. That's an out of game joke. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. My next feeling extra good. Yeah. Yeah. Extra good. Right. You you the instantly goodest? feel okay. the the laceration on your neck entirely disappears. 
got like a great singing voice now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're sparkling. Well, you don't, can, go, don't go that far. You can, hit, you can hit an octave higher than you used to. Oh. Fantastic. So. <laughs> now, what is this about this map you keep speaking of? I just point at Keela. And Keela steps forward. She hears his tone and she trusts Bartolm and she says, I guess it is time to reveal this to you. In fact, we could actually use a bit of your advice in this particular subject. She pulls out the map and she lays it on the table and spreads it wide. She sets a cup on one of the far corners and another cup on the corner closer to her to keep it spread out. And she says, this is the map that was left to me by my father. Now, given he only gave me a strip of map, it was just one of the five strips as it was originally. But I acquired four of the others, and I have mended them together. And once I did that, the map rewrote itself. This map revealed an X with a circle northwest of Sinia. So I banded together this troop, and we decided to come out to look for you. Now, the reason being, I do not know. I figured once we got out here, we could find more information. But the trail runs cold here. He says... Hmm. I see. Well, let me take a good look at that. And he starts to look at the map. Janessa's just kind of like looking to the rest of her crew, sipping tea. Yeah? I guess, yeah. I'm trying to like (laughs) look into the teapot and see like what this is, where he got these herbs from. Just very curious. Yeah. I'm just really lounging in this chair. (laughs) It is a lounge chair. Yeah. It's been a long, terrible ride. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. So he takes a look at the map, and as he's scanning over it, he says, Hold on. Some of this is a bit familiar. This is strange. Wait, no. No, it certainly can't be. And he, he loses his train of thought he loses his presentation with the three of you and he just quickly goes over to the bookshelves and he's like rummaging through just looking through and keila kind of pipes up and she's like do have you seen this before what are you what are you doing and he he gets to the far shelf he goes oh i know what i did with it and he runs over to the bookshelf to the left of the fireplace and he reaches for a book and he freezes And he turns around and he looks at you guys and he looks puzzled for a minute. And then he quickly shakes his head and he says, oh, no, no, it was over here. And he went to the right of the fireplace and he he finds the book he's looking for. And he pulls the book off the shelf and takes it over to the table. This is something I picked up many centuries ago. He sets it on the table and he opens up the book, flicking the pages. The pages reveal a language none of you have ever seen before. It is a very ancient language. What do the markings look like, I suppose? They look elven. Okay. But they're not. Are they sylvan at all? They're not sylvan. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. They look elven, and they look very old. It's like archaic elven. Very archaic elven. It's something that has not translated well into sure. the present day. I mean, Janessa wouldn't even recognize it as elvish. As I'm sitting there sipping my tea, would I have seen the exact book he was going to pull from the left shelf? Um, 
his hand kind of grazed over kind of a grayish book, but it wasn't, uh, it doesn't have a name on it. It's just blank. The binding has no name on it, and he just kind of freezes and he pulls away and he goes back to the other shell. This is very hard to translate, but I've been working on it for the past few centuries. It is quite the book. I seem to have gotten it in a uh, in a bargain with a traveling merchant and haven't seen him since, but this was many, many years ago. The language is elven, but from before present-day elven, so none of you recognize any of it. How's everybody feeling? I'm pretty curious about that yeah. left bookshelf. Yeah. Um, can I do an insight check? On Bartol? Yes. Sure. 17. Okay. So when he when he jerks his hand back and he looks at you guys, he almost looks bashful and embarrassed. And his realization like flashes to determination to get to that other bookshelf, and he, he just reaches for that one. And that's what you saw. Um, Janessa's been pretty far removed from academic studies for quite some time. So mm-hmm. she's just kind of taking in what is presented to her. Fantastic. Um, I do want to get maybe a read on... Uh, Janessa wants to get a read on Kila and see how she's doing. So I guess that would be an insight check, huh? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Give me an insight check on Kila. Wow, a nat 20, so a 21 overall. Jeez, awesome. Dice. I know, right? I really... <laughs> you, you look at her, and she's a bit shaken from the experience outside with the blights. She is, she's known that this wizard is a powerful wizard, but she has never truly seen his works in, in her life. In that case, uh, is she drinking any of the tea? She is, yes. Okay, she uh, then Janessa just goes and kind of warms up to her, stands closer to her. Oh, fantastic. Maybe, like, enough to, like, rub arms against her. Nice. And just kind of gives her a little smile. And she kind of feels a little more at ease. Cool. She Her stomach was in knots when she got here, and suddenly she starts to kind of, like, unclench, and she just kind of rests down into her chair. So Bartolm, he's flicking through the pages, and he just begins to mumble a little bit, and then he... Uh, he he speaks up and he he says the translations are hard to piece together as this is writing of a language that the elves used for before the elven speech we use today essentially this specific book tells of a small village of elves long ago some of the first to come to Norholm as far as my translations have uncovered I haven't figured out who they were but from what I understand they were cursed by the gods One of the elves, the leader of the small village, ventured off and stole a precious item from the forest spirits. And he's reading from this book. Sure. And he's kind of ad-libbing here and there because the translations are still off. He doesn't know exactly. He's, He's making up his own story as he goes with truth to the words that are written. And he says, The spirits of the forest were entrusted by the gods to protect this dagger here. And he shows you a picture. The spirits of the forest were entrusted by the gods to protect this dagger here, called a name that translates to Shadowfang. It apparently grants great power to the holder, making them quite dangerous. If it fell into the wrong hands, the result would be 
well, world-altering. He just shows you an image of the book, and the book, it shows an image of a group of elves together, and they're all standing together on a rock formation, and the middle elf looks to be the leader. He's depicted to be stronger, larger, taller, and he's holding up a blade. The dagger is in the air, and you see the dagger clearly, and it looks like there has been drawn rays of light just beaming from this dagger as the rays of light take up the entire page. And is there is there anything special about the shape of the dagger? Is it, or does it look like a pretty typical dagger? It looks like a more craftful dagger, a more artful dagger, if you will. The like ceremonial, handle, mm-hmm, ceremonial. The the handle is ornate, very beautiful, and the blade kind of flicks outward in like a very sharp curve. Wow. Okay. So it kind of resembles that of maybe the curved blade of a scimitar or something like that but it's it's more it's more to a point mm-hmm. he looks at you all and he says well and this he flips a po- couple pages past and he goes and this is where the book ends this is essentially a journal and the writing stops here and he shows you the book and in the center what looks to be with equal pages on the right and left he shows you a jagged rip from where a page has been removed. If I'm not mistaken, that jagged edge on that map belongs to this book. And Keela gets up and she says, that's it. Oh, damn. That's where this map has been leading us. And she picks up the page from the table and she takes it over and she hands it to Bartolm. And Bartom grabs it delicately, and he takes it to the to the book, and he sets it in the book, and nothing is really happening. But he waves his hand over the book, and a light kind of emits from his palm. The book lights up in response. Not as if anything's happening here more than just a spell that Bartom is casting himself. And the page starts to stitch itself back into the book, little by little, all the way up the page. Are we all collected around a table, or are we sitting in a living room? So you're sitting in a living room, but it's a small living room, and you're all pretty much watching this happen. So, the page finally finishes. It appears as if the page had never been removed. He sets the book on the table next to him and says, Ah, another piece of knowledge in history restored. I'm glad that we could... What? What is this? He he looks down and he cuts his words short as the journal glows and flashes a white light. It fills the dimly lit room and escapes through the open windows. What is this now? Janessa definitely, like, goes to stand up and drops her tea to the ground. You just immediately rise. Yeah. The pages begin flipping one by one, each filling up from top to bottom with more writing. The final page lays flat as markings begin snaking their way all over the page until you all recognize the outline of the continent island of Norholm. Toward the middle of the continent, a bit southeast of Sandalwood Tribe Village, a small X shape appears next to a small city along the road to the trading post. You would know this as maybe a three-day trip. He looks dazzled. 
and just amazed as he just watched all these pages, the rest of the book entirely, fill up with writing as they flip through. And then the last page reveals this map, and he is just baffled. He doesn't know what to say. Keila says, "Do you, what does it say? What is what? What do those words say?" And he says, "I I don't know. This this will take time. I I need to translate. I can't, I can't read any of this. There's a few words here and there I I see, but I, this is going to take much time. We don't have time. We have to make it back to the, to the festival. Right. Well, Keila, you said this would take simply one night. I have a booth to run. This can't be." Going on some wild goose chase. I mean, I trust you. You're, you're my friend. But this this is a lot. Well, this was supposed to take a night. I, I didn't expect this to happen. I, I thought we would find whatever we were coming for. But apparently there's more work to be done for this. And I don't even know. And her, her thoughts start running just rampant. And she's just like, I... She grabs a piece of, of Mark of like a a pencil or something, uh, something to mark with. And she grabs a loose piece of paper off of the desk and she starts trans. She starts just basically tracing the map out and she marks the area next to the city that the X appeared on. And she says, it's better that I keep this. And I guess we're going to have to leave this here and leave it for translation. And Barton kind of perks up and he says, Oh yes, more to study. I, I would love the opportunity. She says, I don't know what to do. I I assume that we must just take this map with us, and I, I guess we're going to have to go and see what this means at this city. 100 gold <laughs> plus 50. Janessa. Janessa just does some quick math in her head. I mean, it's it's not just gold. I'm concerned about. Obviously, that's as much as I expected to make for the three days at the festival, but, I mean, leaving midnight for that long as well is just, it's worrisome. Keela looks at you and she says, Fear not. We are not going to make any kind of trek tonight. I think it is best for us to head back to the Sandalwood, to Sinneth, and regroup. We need to take this back to, to Lunessa anyway. She needs to be informed of our whereabouts. I, I believe seeking the counsel of Chiefess Lunessa would be would be best at this moment. Nice. Everybody make a perception check. Fucking damn it. <laughs> For six total. Rolled a two. <laughs> Twenty. Twenty. Uh, Twenty-four. 24. I'm real awesome. worried about midnight. <laughs> I so know I'm worried too. Janessa is very upset and <laughs> she is just like pacing back and forth, I guess. Yeah, is this is the most excitement on? and drama that <laughs> Janessa's experienced in like <laughs> almost 15 years. Nice. Silen and Selvi, you each hear a noise kind of come from the window on the far side of the cottage. Is it the bird? It is not the bird. It is a bird. A different bird. A small black bird flies down to the windowsill. Singing in the dead of night. Singing in (laughs) the life of night. (laughs) This bird, it's a small black bird. In fact, it's a red-winged black bird. So it has red patches on the top of its wings right next to its shoulders. Mm -hmm. It flies down 
and it lands on the windowsill in the open window. This catches your attention, and you're just kind of like, that's interesting. And then, out of nowhere, a hand reaches through with a knife and stabs the bird. <gasps> hey guys, welcome, welcome back, back. It's me, Taylor, your DM. Janessa is played by Andrew Palmer. Selvi is played by Jenna Altstadt. And Silent is played by Micah Wright. I wanted to take a minute and thank everyone who donated to our GoFundMe, because guess what? We hit our goal! Yeah! Thank you, thank you, thank you again. Your generosity is so appreciated, and we are excited to bring you more and more chasms and a lot more quests. And seriously, these extra funds have already helped us out a ton when it comes to repairs, software, and even hardware, really. Uh, so just know that we are eternally grateful. We will be working diligently on contacting all who donated so that we can get mailing addresses from everybody. And if you happen to not get a message from us, then please contact us either um, on Instagram, Twitter, or at chasmquest at gmail.com. I know we probably might not find everybody on this wide, wide web world, but we definitely want to do everything we can on our end to say thank you, because y'all are the best. If you haven't heard, we have a fun and exciting live show coming up this summer at none other than Dralacon. Yes, that is right. The Nerd Asylum has decided to grace us with another year of Dralacon for the summer of 2020. If you want to get in on that action, head over to Dralacon.com and check the details on how you too can come and hang out with us in Fort Wayne, Indiana. That is Dralacon, D-R-A-L-A-C-O-N.com. We had so much fun last year, and this year we are excited to be recording a live episode of Chasm Quest, as well as hanging out with all the amazing people who will be in attendance this go-round. Some of those people include Lawful Stupid, The Lovely Craftians, Not Quite Heroes, Real Women of Gaming, One Shot Onslaught, and the D&D Grandma. And that's just to name a few. Few. Also, some of you may have noticed that we have updated a few things on Patreon. Fun stuff, right? We have a lot of extra content, and we are loading a lot of that stuff from different tiers, so head on over to patreon.com slash chasmquest, and you too can enjoy a gaggle of fun things. Like, we are writing origin stories for the Rowdy Boys, written by the Rowdy Boys. We have artwork, we have songs, we have maps... And we have monthly episodes of an improv miniseries that we have taken to calling The Goose's Gourd. The whole miniseries takes place in The Goose's Gourd Tavern from episode 1 of Chasm Quest and is full of wacky characters that we come up with, each one more ridiculous than the last. And did you know we have a Discord where you can come and chat with us and other fans about the show? Because you can. You can! Join our crew and follow the link in the description to our fan-made Discord where we have channels for so many different discussion topics, including one for ghost stories, which does happen to be my favorite one. And if you are a patron, we have quite a few patron channels on Discord where Andrew will occasionally ask for suggestions on fun material that we will occasionally add to our actual episodes. And that's coming straight from you guys. Lastly, if you love the show, or if Pirate's Peak is growing on you, come tell us about it. We would love it if you came and left us a review on iTunes, and that's something, again, that seems small, but actually means the world to us. 
Any help to tell more people about our show hopefully means more friends and more fun. So please leave us a review, even if it's just to say hi with some smiley faces. You can also email us anytime at chasmquest at gmail.com. There you can write some emails to me saying cute little things like, I'm on your side, Taylor. Ghosts are totally real, and I don't know why Colin is so skeptical. Any word from you all is always super encouraging and lets us know that people are enjoying our story thus far. And let me be the first to tell you that season three of Chasm Quest is already outrageous and I cannot wait for you guys to hear what we have in store. Anyway, let's all take a second. Let's take a deep breath. Sigh. And now, let's dive back in. A hand reaches through with a knife and stabs the bird <gasps> and rakes it out into a the darkness. A birderer. <laughs> you what? just witnessed a birder. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I missed that one in the monster manual. <laughs> Birderers. Birderer, birder. Wait, so it stabbed the bird? Yeah. In the uh, heart? A hand, or is the bird still alive? A hand stabbed the bird <laughs> in Lord. the lungs. Maybe the heart, too. <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> raked it off into the darkness. And all you see... see this? No, just, no you, just you two. Yeah. And Selvi see it. Okay, so I... I alert everyone. <laughs> I'm like, another round of tea, please. <laughs> yeah. I do the same thing because I've been... You know, since the lights went on and we met the wizard i have kind of like come to my sense a little more i'm a little more alert i've been listening to everything and paying attention and then that happens and i'm like okay <laughs> what is going on with these birds this is not normal we need to figure this out yes. um yeah and so now everyone knows that bird was stabbed bird was stabbed mm -hmm. i'm rushing to the window okay yeah absolutely you want to give me a perception anything. Check? 11 11. So you get to the windowsill and you look outside. You see tracks on the ground and they're heading back south. Do we notice what the hand looked like? Yeah, it was just, just a regular hand, hand with like a... Uh, elven hand or a dwarf <laughs> hand or a halfling hand. Yeah, or it was a hand. A and helping <laughs> hand. Looked like a regular hand. A and murderer hand. <laughs> and that's all you saw was just this hand. It came down. It just had a regular dark cloak on the <gasps> arm, and mm. it was just it. What did the dagger look the like? Oh yeah, do we see the dagger? Yeah, the dagger was also regular, just a normal dagger, just not like the one pictured in the book. Very not like the one pictured. Okay, yeah. okay, thank you. Do we see any of the bird's blood like dripping? Yeah, there's a lot of blood. Uh, the initial stab wound created kind of a spurt on the windowsill, and it's now dripping into oh. the cottage and onto the floor. Was the bird coming to warn us? <gasps> Chase that it was about to die. <laughs> that something was coming. Uh, Janessa runs outside with her bow and Chase. arrow um, drawn. Okay. You run outside immediately. What about Silent? I'm outside dashing. 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 Fantastic. And I dash. say, I, um, as I'm passing... You're so dashing. Janessa. <laughs> through the snow. I and a one horse open sleigh. Okay. Sorry, that's, uh, that's <laughs> It is September. The only yeah. Janessa, <laughs> that is necessary. That is aim uncouth. for me. If necessary, aim for you. Mm. Okay. What What was that? It's telling Janessa, if necessary, aim for me. Okay. And I dash. 
Nice. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. So I'm going to keep going. So. <laughs> I'm just, I make, I make it out right behind them and I hear that and I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah. So I run out with Janessa and stand next to her. Fantastic. And I'm scanning the forest. Yeah. Um, give me a perception yeah, check. I was going to say. Give me a perception check. And if you want to, give me a survival check. But the perception check might be good enough. Hmm. 18 with a perception. 18. Yes. Fantastic. So Janessa, you immediately see along the tree line a cloaked figure with the hood drawn, staring at you, looking back just for a moment before it dashes off into the woods. Do I have time to release an arrow? Go for it. Because you pulled your weapon already. God damn it. That's a nine total. Nine total. That doesn't hit. Fuck. Like sticks in a tree right next to him. (laughs) Yeah. Bing, 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 bing. I'm just after him. After him. So you're dashing after him. All right. Selvi, what are you doing? Well, how far is he at this point? The tree line from where you are at the cottage mm-hmm. is not very far at all. Okay. It's maybe 30 feet, okay. maybe 40 feet. You well, see him. He's heading south, you said. And right? he's heading south. Yeah. That's right. I just, I yelled to Selvi, he's heading south. Mm-hmm. He or there, she, I, some, someone's heading south. Them is heading <laughs> there. <laughs> Can I cast magic stone? What does it do? Oof. Um, what? I, magic stone. Oh, yeah, oh, I can yeah, touch. Yeah, yeah. I can touch one to three pebbles and imbue them with magic, and then you or someone else can make a ranged spell attack with one of the pebbles by throwing it or hurling it. If thrown, it has a range of sixty feet. Beautiful. Do that. Mm. That mm-hmm. sounds great. So you you bust outside to, with the other two, and Keila is awesome. Keila's hot on your tails. Mm-hmm. All four of you are outside now. Bartom's kind of peeking out because he didn't see anything. He didn't see the bird. He didn't see the hand. All he saw was you guys freak out, right. talk about the bird, and then dash outdoors. One, two. That's five. Five hit points. Yes. Five hit points. That's awesome. Okay. So <laughs> you just launch a rock into the wilderness. Not even a just, rock, a pebble. Yeah, we just hear it. <laughs> so you did choose one rock? Yeah, well, I got three, but I just threw one initially. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Okay, so one rock flies through the air, travels about... 30, 30 feet, something like that. And it just pelts this guy <laughs> or girl. Nice. Right in the back. Cloaked. As figure. they're walking, as they're running, dashing off, it drills them right in the spine and they just <laughs> release a. Ah! Nice. And it's like too far away to really make out what it was. As like a huntress of the night, I'm like super impressed. <laughs> like my arrow yeah. missed, but your little magical pebble yeah. head, I'm like. And Whoa. I kind of go like, this is a little turned on the cloaked figure turns back to you and just glances back and then dashes off into the woods again are you still in pursuit i am still in pursuit fantastic all right so how far can you travel 90 feet around with my move and with my move and action to dash Mm. the how much would he gain 45 feet speed Per round, it sounds like 90 feet. So you would gain 90 feet. It triples his, so 30 feet tripled to dash or run would be 90 feet per round. That's awesome. Wow. So you get, like, they dashed off, and you get right up close to them. I mean, you're you're dashing, you're running really, really fast, and you're, you're probably, like, 15 feet away from them now, behind them, through the woods, traveling. Janessa, are you? So they're only 90 feet away then, right? Yeah. So I step up 30 feet closer kind of into the brush, trying uh-huh. to keep eyes on them. 
And I mean, I have a range of 150 feet with my bow and arrow. Uh-huh. So I'm going to release one more arrow, remembering what si- Silen had said to aim for me if you need to, but as still going for the um, for the cloaked figure. Beautiful, yeah. Launching an arrow into the wilderness. Yes, uh, 21 to hit. Yeah, nailed him. Yes, um, that is four plus seven points of damage. Awesome. That gets that wings him. Wings the cloaked figure. Perfect. Whoever this is, they just took an arrow to the right arm, right in right in the tricep, basically. I just realized I could have cast Hunter's Mark. I thought he was out of range, but it's ninety feet. <laughs> but it's fine, we'll move on. <laughs> and this sends the cloaked figure careening forward and just down to the ground, oh, rolls a few sick. times. And then turns around in a crouched position, got an arrow sticking out of its right tricep, basically. And it rolls, whoever this is, rolls on the ground and their cloak is all tangled. And they they flick it outward as they crouch in a crouching position. And they turn around to face their approaching enemy. And Silent, you begin to approach. Silent doesn't stop. Okay. Silent keeps running. Like a train on tracks. Silent keeps <laughs> running. So what do you do? And I slide, go into a, a deep slide, and attempt to cave in their head with a forearm bash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, give it to shit. me. Shit. Give me the give me the roll. And he's he's prone technically, right? He is mm. on a knee. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay, okay. Never mind. He or she has gotten to a knee need position. Because we were okay. In battle, all right, so. all right. If they were, if they, I guess if they were laying back, it'd be pro. Mm-hmm. Seventeen. Seventeen hits. Absolutely. So, yes. tell me how you club this person in the head. Just as I'm sliding. Um, so you slide. <laughs> how are you sliding? Ex- left leg extended. Right. Right knee on the ground. Okay. And I'm just coming through with my uh, my elbow out, ready. To okay. Just crack in the face. Absolutely. Seven points of damage. Nice. Seven points of damage. That's and, significant. Uh, as I spin on my right knee, I'm going to turn and stun the person in the back. Uh-huh. Give it to me. 17. Yeah. 17 hits. So Give me the damage. Silence like my new favorite. This is great. Five points of damage. Five. Awesome. Janessa, where are you at? I see him... Actually, I don't really see them go down because I think my dark vision only goes 60 feet. So mm-hmm. they're I, closer than that. Right? I look to Selvi. Oh, I, I did run up 30 feet. So okay. I just you see him. Yeah. I just barely see them go down and right. I see Silen like ma- like go to, down to attack them. So I kind of see them like wrestling in the mm-hmm. in the brush and I look at Selvi and I say, "I'm going after uh that's it. <laughs> and I guess I just, I bolt straight to them. And I, uh, so I use my entire turn to run up to them. Great. Uh, yeah. Sheathing my, my long bow and bringing out my two kukris. Perfect. Flipping them around uh, the, the Celtic braiding inscriptions on them still. That's and awesome. Kind of like flashing in the moonlight as I Naruto into the brush, like after them. So yes. I spend my whole turn catching up to them and seeing 
Silent kind of like doing his his final attack. Man, if this was an Area Fifty One guard, he'd be screwed. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome, uh, Kara Selby. Mm-hmm. I imagine you are still kind of viewing this whole thing as Keela sprints past you mm-hmm. into the woods towards Janessa. Oh, cool! Just straight to the two of them to help out for combat. They're going to apprehend this person. So this cloaked figure stumbles into the darkness after getting just berated by Silent. Silent clubs him in the forehead, clocks him in the back of the skull, and they just fall into the into the brush. And they get up and they kind of take a few steps toward Janessa and Silent together. As they're approaching, the shadows are covering their body completely. But you are able to make out teeth inside their hood as a smile stretches across their face. It's not a confident smile. They look defeated. They look beaten, and they look worn out. But they reach up, and they grab the cloak around their head and toss it forward, slipping out the back of their robe and disappearing completely. The cloak falls down to the ground in a heap on the floor of the forest. Go ahead and give me a perception check. That's going to be a 20. Silent? Seven. Okay. Um, Silent, you are stunned. You're just like, what? Where'd this person go? <laughs> it's a magic trick. <laughs> Janessa, she's been in the forest for a while, and she's been she's a hunter at heart. She's a, a ranger, just has a keen eye for mm-hmm. small details. And you kind of see the cloak fluttering in the middle, kind of rumbling. Mm-hmm. And it, it just keeps going for a minute. And it's just, you can tell something is underneath the rope, underneath I'm, the cloak. I'm almost certain what has happened. Mm-hmm. And so could I do a dexterity check to wrap the rest of the cloak around what is underneath it? Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Yes. That's going to be 19 dexterity. What are you doing? Nice. Just wait. And I jump onto the cloak and I wrap up the cloak and what, whatever was hopping in the middle. I, I, that's what I wrap the rest of the Beautiful. cloak Beautiful. You wrap the cloak around whatever was hopping and... It's kind of large. It, it's about the size of maybe a small pumpkin. I've caught a pumpkin. <laughs> I'm still looking in the woods behind the cloak. <laughs> like, what are you doing? No. What are you doing? Wait, and come back. I've caught a pumpkin. As you're holding this thing under the cloak, yeah. give me a dexterity save. Oh, another one. Uh, saving throw would be 17 total. 17 total. Okay. Does 17 hit your AC? Uh, Yes, 17 does hit my AC. You take the cloak and you wrap it into the center, and you're you're holding something about the size of a small pumpkin. And as you're holding it, you're trying to lift it up, but it's not really lifting at all. Okay. Then it thrusts forward and blasts you into the chest, knocking you back. Oh, shoot. This is a strong pumpkin. <laughs> Dealing 12 points of damage. 12? What? Oh, my God. 12 points of bludgeoning damage from a pumpkin? This is the worst pumpkin uh-huh. I've ever fought. I see Janessa go not only yeah. ankles overhead. Not so. only is Janessa <laughs> thrusted backwards with a blow to their chest, but the cloak travels with her as she stumbles backwards in the forest. 
from the spot, a hand is there. And it hits the ground and starts prying up out of the ground. Not today. Around the hand, from where the ground is, is just a black abyss. Almost as if darkness has opened up from the floor and this hand is reaching up out of it. Another hand reaches up through the portal and starts to pry itself loose. The blackness grows larger and larger until finally a large beast pulls itself from the darkness. And standing before you is a large monster. Ew. That is, appears to be hundreds of birds oh, grafted gross. together. A murder of birds. <laughs> it's it's a birderer. It's a murder of birds. Yes, it's a exactly. <laughs> oh my god, that's so disgusting. It's ten a feet. It's over ten feet tall, almost. I like the one on the knee and the little foot. Wow. <laughs> this thing is a large monster. It towers over you, but yeah. only by four feet. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> it's not huge, but it is hundreds of birds grafted together into this one beast, creating a slightly humanoid monstrosity. Can it go back? Just to go the back hole? into the hole. Yeah, it can't. I don't like, I don't like this. <laughs> it can't? Oh, no. The blackness in the floor closes up, oh, and no. it is there now. <laughs> I'm just screaming, Selby! <laughs> Give me initiative. You're a pretty bird. Fuck. <laughs> oh, Boom. Go first. Got a good one? 23. Silent just knocked this thing Net out. <laughs> what happened to the bird he stabbed? Is that not around? Maybe it's in it now. In it? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> Could be it somewhere. was collecting birds to create this thing. <laughs> this is disgusting. 11. 11? Okay. N- uh, nine for Janessa. Okay. And Silent got a 20? 23. 23. Nice. Not 20. That's my boy. Hey, Silent, I'm going to need you to just punch all the things. All the things. And when I mean all the things, I mean this giant bird. Yeah. Fucking creature thing that's in front of <laughs> this us. This is where all the, it ate all the birds in the town. That's so disgusting. Yeah. It's even got a wing sticking out of its I don't head. like how it's got two in its face. Yeah. We don't even <laughs> have a way of just being like, hey. Yeah. I mean, we can scream, but yeah. who knows Should what else is Should we get little cans forest? with, like, a string <laughs> just for future? Let's just throw some seed on the floor, see if it gets distracted. <laughs> you have any bread? <laughs> or, like, some shiny, like, things, yeah. like magpies. <laughs> throw up a silver piece. <laughs> this thing stands before you. It looks to be hundreds of birds. Hundreds of different kinds of birds. The feathers are all black, but... You can tell by some of the beaks that they're not all ravens. Many of them are just a multitude of different birds that have now turned black. Damn. This thing is covered in feathers all over. There are claws sticking out of its arm. There are wings coming out of its head. It is just hundreds of birds into this one humanoid monstrosity. At where a head would be sits two beak-like faces of two birds, and this thing starts screeching. It screeches of hundreds of birds. Yeah. Oh, like all in different, yeah. like all different Registers. pitches. Yeah. Oh, man. First up is silent. Thank God. 
seeing this thing. Ugh. I'll dead. <laughs> I'll run forward and just start drilling into the core of this beast for strike 24. Nice. 24 hits. Four points of damage on the first one. I'll spend a key point and do flurry of blows. 20. To hit. And eight for the second. Okay, first one hits. Five points of damage. Five points of damage. Nice. Awesome. Next up is Kara Selby. Okay. Who is 90 feet away. Yeah. <laughs> Do I hear anything? Like, you hear I... the screech loudly. Okay. Oh, yeah, Dad. The screech happened, and you're like, who is that cloaked person, and why are they screeching like that? Okay. So how far can I run on one move, on one action? On one action, I believe you have 30 feet. I have, I have 30 well, One action, one move action, you can go 30 feet, but mm-hmm. if you spend your entire turn, you can go triple that. What if I ride carrots? Can I go faster? You can, oh. but you have to take a, a standard to get on carrots. I'll leave carrots. Mm-hmm. It's probably best that way. Yeah, I'll give her a nice pet. I'll say, like, okay, you stay here. You protect this wizard man. Beautiful. She looks She looks a little mm-hmm. uneasy, Yeah. but she, she trusts you. I give her says, one of my special treats. Oh, beautiful. To calm her down. Special treat. Okay, mm-hmm. so what does that do? <laughs> Should I take a constitution? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's used to them. It's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're specifically for horses. Gotcha. Um, like dog CBD oil. Nice. <laughs> so non-potent. Yeah, non-potent. Um, okay, and so I then use my action move to run 30 feet. Do you want to run the full 90? or? Can I run the full 90? Yeah. I'll run 60. Okay, so you run 60 feet, and you back. still have 30 feet, and you, you're witnessing this beast now. Mm-hmm. You're seeing this monstrosity covered in feathers, covered in wings, claws, beaks, eyes everywhere mm-hmm. it looks to it looks to have two bulky arms but it looks to have only one leg so two bulky arms and one leg right in the center mm-hmm. and it is just thrashing it's lifting its arms and it's screeching wildly and that's your your full turn next we go to janessa it's <sighs> a tough call so i have both kukri's drawn i've already taken 12 points because you're engaged with it you're up next to it right within the same area this is a large creature so it's taking up 10 feet of space Mm -hmm. it's i mean it's bigger than medium okay i'm going to use my bonus action to cast hunter's mark on this beast fantastic right yeah so i've done that next i'm going to cast and i was going to cast a different spell but now i've decided differently I'm going to cast Spike Growth. Now, this is a 20-foot area of effect. Mm -hmm. So basically, I'm ending it at the line of... It's it's enveloping all of its 10 feet and 10 feet behind it. Awesome. Mm -hmm. And seeing Selvi come up, I'm going to scream, Stay on our side of it as I cast this. Because the transformation of the ground is camouflaged to look normal. But in reality, I have now made the ground around it and 10 feet behind it in a bubble. It is now difficult terrain. And the the whole area, it, it twists with sprouts of hard spikes and thorns. So oh. when a creature moves into it within the area or is within it, it takes 2d4 of piercing damage for every five feet it travels. Mm-hmm. I just kind of like 
say mm-hmm. a small prayer in Sylvan uh, toward the forest, and I grip my fist, and the 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 forest around the beast tightens with that thorny nice. uh, effect. So anytime it tries to move, it's going to take another 2d4 of damage. And I see that Silent awesome. has it captured within that area. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be three points of damage. It can make a wisdom perception check against my spell DC to see that it is difficult terrain and choose not to move. You clutch your hand forward, and from the ground, thorns and just barbs start rocketing up from the forest floor and basically into this thing's hands and feet and foot, I should say. Yes. And it takes that damage, three points of damage. Correct. That's awesome. Um, It feels the pain and it reacts. It twists wildly and it starts to reach forward with one hand as it's dragging its foot behind it and it stretches forward. Silent, how far away are you from this thing? Well, I ran and attacked, so I would be within five feet. You're pretty much right there. So it's moving forward and it's gonna come down onto you with its claw and just a fist. Awesome. And does 16 hit? Just misses. Just misses, beautiful. So it goes to bring its fist down, but you are able to see it in time. This thing is gigantic, and its fist is in the air. And as it's coming down, you roll to the side as it smashes into the ground, leaving nice. a giant imprint <laughs> into the grass in front of you. Oh. A big old claw imprint. <laughs> like, oh. A bunch of feathers. It takes that bit of momentum, and it rakes itself forward even more as it just comes out with its other claw, bringing it down next to you on the other side. It now has two hands, one on your left one on your right and it is looking down at you now we are going to go to your turn all right so (laughs) seeing a limb on either side i'm actually going to attack the massive right arm that just slammed to the ground next to me Uh uh-huh and i'm just going to uh send blows starting at what would be its forearm Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) working up its shoulder what what size forearm are we working with here It's about as big as, like, a maybe a bull shark. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. 17 hit. Cool. Awesome. So 17 does hit. This thing is pretty big. And it's right. Seven points of damage. Flurry of blows again. Nice. 18 plus six. Yes. That is five points of damage. Dude, spend up those key points. Ooh. 10 does not 10 hit. 10 does not hit. Awesome. It takes the blows to the right arm, and I guess you're hitting from the wrist up to the elbow. Is Um, that how that's happening? Yeah, basically. Okay. And so it takes that hit, and it just kind of like, its arm kind of goes limp and dangles to the side, but it's still propped up on its left hand. We're now going to go to Kara Selvi. Is Silence still within five feet? Mm -hmm. Yep, he's right there next to it. But you can position your spell to no. only affect it just as I had. Not with... all of, not mine. I'm talking, no, not all of them. Okay. Okay. And where, where is Janessa? Janessa's only like 15 feet away from okay. it. Mm-hmm. So would it, because this is made up of birds. Yeah. Could I cast speak with animals? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Oh, damn. <laughs> okay. So, um, 
Yeah, I cast speak with animals. I gain the ability to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the duration. The knowledge and awareness of many beasts is limited by their intelligence, but at minimum, beasts can give you information about nearby locations, monsters, whatever they can perceive or have Awesome. Perceived. Do you say anything or do you start listening? I first start listening because I'm assuming there's going to be like a lot of <laughs> okay. stuff going on. Yeah. The second you cast this spell, flood of language just pours into the air and it's too many words to understand. You can't even make out one sentence. It's all just a panic of all these birds freaking out. Some of them are kind of enjoying it. (laughs) (laughs) Birds don't know anything. And they're all dumb. (laughs) It's just just a mess of words and you can't make sense of any of it. So you can't pinpoint one voice from this thing that has any kind of intelligence. Mm-hmm. What do you like to do? Well, that was my action. Do you still have a right? move and mm-hmm. a bonus action? Oh, I have a... Yep. M- what's a move? So That's... a move is just a... Uh, you can go anywhere on the field just to reposition, mm-hmm. or y- you can... Uh, I think you have a bonus, too, and a bonus involves... You can dash, hide... Yep, mm-hmm. any of that. Okay. Is anyone injured? I can cast healing word as a bonus action. So, oh. Janessa I have been, has taken damage. Yeah, I took 12 points of damage. Okay. Well, I'm going to cast healing word on you. Cool. You regain hit points equal to 1d4 plus your spell casting ability modifier. Five total. Five total. Got yeah. it. Cool. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Janessa gets five points of health back. Are you ending your turn there? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Now we go over to Janessa. Okay, so knowing that it's within this area of thorns, I know that it's not going to move much, but if it does, it will take more damage. So uh, I was going to try to push it back further in, but I also don't want to see Sidelin uh-huh. take more damage or uh, you know have attempted on them. So I'm going to actually run up and flank with him, but still keep to the edge of that spell. Sure thing, yeah. So we're just kind of like five feet are between us, but we're both engaged in melee combat with it. Right. And I'm going to attack with my first Kukri with advantage. Nat 20 on the first roll. Blam. Oh, my God. And 11 with a second. So And I rolled a full eight with my first D8 roll, and I'm going to roll it two more times because I'm a half orc. That's a seven on the second. And two more. So 21 points of damage. 21 points of damage. With the first Simtar hit. So I literally run up and I leap into the air. And with my my first, did I say Simtar the whole time? I did. Uh Mm -hmm. With my first Kukri (laughs) attack, I roll this critical hit. And I slice down the one leg. And I go to use my bonus action as my Kukri is still in the leg of yeah. this uh-huh. beast. I go to stab my my other Kukri into the calf muscle of this weird oh my bird gosh. leg. <laughs> 19 to hit with the Hits. second Kukri. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Another eight. 12 points of damage with the second Kukri attack. 12 points with the second Kukri. That yes. is phenomenal. Let's Holy do crap. this, guys. It rips back, like, just absolutely shrieking into the air, filling Perfect. the air with all kinds of just screams. The birds, like, all the beaks are screaming. It sounds like just hundreds of birds just filling the night with just horror. 
and you were the last one to go. So it is now its turn. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who it's gonna target. Yeah. <laughs> it Probably Salvi. No, there's most damage, obviously. <laughs> it shrieks and it it takes its left hand and it just rips its left hand towards your direction. Janessa's. Towards Janessa's direction. Damn. Slaps the claw onto the ground. And then it brings its head with its two beaks uh-huh. down onto you. With two beaks aiming directly at your torso. Uh-uh, fuck that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. <laughs> oh, man. That's an 18. 18 hits for sure. For sure? Yeah. Okay. 15 is what you're going for. Love that. I do. Oh, and the damage isn't that bad. So <laughs> you're such a nice DM. Oh, you're okay. If you were me, I'd be like, oh, man. <laughs> you're like, okay, okay. The damage is You're fucked. Yeah. There it you brings, go. <laughs> it brings down its beaked head portion of its body. It doesn't even look like a head, but the, the beaks come down into your shoulder blades Ooh. and just peck straight into you. Oh. But it kind of like you're a little distance away than it anticipated, so the beaks can't reach you in full. Okay. They hit you just a little bit to deal six points of damage. Okay. All right. I can deal with that. Just some poking, light poking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of into that. As it's got you in its sights and you're right there in its face, it rakes itself forward and tries to just bring its one foot right at you. Oh, come on. Clubbing into your chest. So it's like holding itself up by its other arm. It has two arms on the ground, both oh, outside of the thorns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see And it. this big yep. tumor foot. Is... And the big tumor foot slides forward, oh. raking earth with it. But it's it. not moving five feet, right? That, that so it is, is moving out of its, its space? It's moving out of its space. Okay. Because the only thing that's in its space is its remaining foot. Correct. Yeah. And so... When that moves out of the way, it's going to take 2d4 damage. Oh, I roll two ones. Oh. Two points of damage. I love that. No, I don't. That was a second level spell. Come so on. with its hands on the ground outside of the spikes, it rakes its foot forward, mm-hmm. and it basically goes to club you with its foot. Oh. Bring it on, birdie. Does 15 hit? 15 is my armor class. Is it really? It does Oh, hit. my God. Yeah. So 15 hits, and this one, <laughs> this one does 12 points of damage. <laughs> I'm so glad you healed me. Yeah. As it pulls its leg out of the thorns, you can see the scraping of the thorns all along its Oof. remaining limb, and it kind of shrieks as it's ripping itself free of these things, and the foot swings forward and just clubs you directly in the stomach. All right, that definitely pushed that like puts me down. I'm I'm not looking good, guys. <laughs> yeah. And that's that Silent is up next. I'm almost at a knee pretty right. much. Fantastic. Get up, Janessa. <sighs> First attack. Like bleeding from my gut. 21. Definitely hit. Yo, flanking is a lifesaver. Nice catch. That's eight points of damage. Spin a key point for Flurry of Blows. Oh, my God. I could have been using Nat 20. <gasps> oh, <laughs> yes. Nat 20. Let's see it. It's eight points of damage. The bird has to 
like how you're just calling it the, the bird. bird. Like it's one bird. <laughs> oh my God. Like it's what else of... are you going to call that thing? It's like... The bird creature monster. The murder of birds. The birder. Need to roll again before and flip this. So that's another six points of damage, and you have to beat a DC strength check or be pushed back 15 feet into the spikes. Fantastic. Yes! What was your attack? The 15 plus 7. That was the, um, the first hand. strike was open hand. The second was a flurry of blows. So we'll say um, for that that push kick into the spikes. Fantastic. Uh, the, the you race forward and you get to this thing and you you start clubbing it in many different ways. But by the third hit, this thing explodes. <gasps> oh, it didn't even push it back? Didn't even push it back. Because <laughs> you already eradicated it. All yes. the birds just explode everywhere and they all come tumbling down to the ground piece by piece no longer grafted together they just all start falling and hitting the ground oh man they're all just parts they're dead now they're all just dead parts (gasps) oh man so much food yeah, so many rations. <laughs> a lot of food. Don't Sicko. eat those birds. The, only, yeah, thing, those birds. No the only thing remaining is just a little a little portion of its top half where the head is. And it's squawking and it's squirming around. <laughs> and then you see it as it just pops and five <gasps> birds go in different directions. Whoa. Oh, they fly away? No, they just go different directions. Oh, they all fall into the ground. Body parts everywhere. Some of them landing within the thorns and stuff. Some of them landing in the Their thorns. Their head spiked on a thorn. So oh, they take yeah. 2d4 of death. <laughs> Good. <laughs> fucking birds piss me off. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and this thing. Oh, that was gross. It all just falls apart. And you look up and you realize you haven't seen Keela at all. That's right. She was petrified. I was going to ask about And that. she ran <laughs> back to the cottage. Naya, what a freaking help you were. <laughs> she's young. She's I mean, so never seen anything like this, and you notice that she is gone, and she's back, and she's <laughs> she's by the cottage. She's with carrots hanging out. She's with carrots hanging out. Congratulations, you beat my beast. Hopefully there's more tea in the cauldron. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm down to nine hit points. That was insane. Uh, man, did we solve your beast puzzle? My beast puzzle? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can we, where's the cloak? Oh. The cloak's on the ground. <gasps> oh, can mm-hmm. I do a perception ch- or an, what is it? Investigation, Investigation maybe. on the cloak? Yeah. You uh, you do an investigation on the cloak, and uh, I guess you, you run over and you, you grab the cloak, you pick it up, and you're examining it, and there's nothing really on on this cloak at all it's Mm. just a piece of cloth but you notice that this person whoever was wearing this was wearing it inside out and weirdo (laughs) (laughs) like the tags like showing (laughs) (laughs) jc penny's tag that's fine it it doesn't take much you you pull it open and you notice that less than three they were wearing it inside out because (laughs) on the inside for whatever reason, was a large image that they didn't want to be seen. Mm. No. Was it that image? Sandalwood? Is <gasps> this one. Totally di- What? With It's an image of a serpent head, and in its mouth, floating in the air, is a ball of flames. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you drawing it? Okay. So. <laughs> no, I'm just writing. Okay, down so selfie, you know, turns the cloak over from the tag side, um, and sees that image and goes like immediately white, like all the blood drains from her face, um, and she gets really, really shaky and she just drops the cloak and like backs up from it several she, feet. Janessa says, "What? What? What is it?" And selfie doesn't answer. Uh. Janessa just goes over to the cloak to overlook it, dispelling the thorns so that sure. that's yeah, not a absolutely. Uh, case, I guess. And uh, like walking over the carcasses of these birds and, and looks at this Like image. bones crunching. Totally. I, I, I don't get it. And I hold it up and I show it to Silen and say, I, I don't know. It's don't just know. a serpent head with a flame. And I look to Selvi and say, what do you know? I just... um walk backwards and say i need to check i'm i, I need to um check on carrots uh she's i think she's uh, a little up, uh, upset right now so I, i'm i'm going to go check on carrots um yeah and i just leave janessa bring the cloak we'll see if bartholm can tell us anything about it i, I will and i kind of come close to silent and i say we should we should keep an eye on on selfie that was strange behavior right yes very well, strange also that that bird thing that was pretty fucked up right <laughs> yeah that was <laughs> um, have you ever seen anything like that nope, i've nope. been in these forests for a very long time and i've never seen anything like I've that punched a lot of things <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i figured okay well good job you did great Oh that was a good gosh. finishing kick. Thanks, thanks. You're welcome. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Some tension here. Yeah, I guess <laughs> let's go back to the hut. Okay. okay. Fantastic. You make it back to the hut, and uh, Bartholm didn't know what to do with himself. He started making tea. Home dee dum dee Everything's good. Everything's fine. Just closes the shutters. <laughs> he started making tea, and he just he he looks at you all as you enter the enter the cottage, and he's just like, "It was a bit hard to make out what was going on out there." Um, uh, real quick before I get back into the hut, sure. Um, is the bird that was murdered the birdery? <laughs> um, <laughs> is that still on the windowsill? on the way in no, got raked he out grabbed it that's right okay it. okay i was just curious okay then i go inside the hut mm -hmm. uh and is selvi there with carrots i'm with carrots outside the hut yeah okay i, I guess we kind of ignore her for now i guess she's caressing carrots yeah and yes. i'm fine being ignored yes. okay so janessa at least ignores her and takes the cloak inside and i say mm -hmm. bottom explain what is this and he he kind of glazes over it and he grabs the material and he's kind of stretches it out and he looks at it and he's like, oh, this is also a bit familiar. We just got done fighting what seemed to be a golem constructed of birds, hundreds of birds. I've hunted in these forests for a long time. And never have I seen anything like this. I saw a commotion, but a <laughs> golem of birds? That it, is... It seemed to appear out of the darkness. Well, where did you get this cloak? 
the figure that we from chased. the figure the figure that Murdered killed the, the bird on the windowsill the birderer the bird thing was wearing this well the person was wearing this oh. and when i went to capture it it turned into the large golem that we described oh my that is peculiar we're a little um, frantic and i'm a little low on i'm wounded ow i <laughs> i about cannot. 10 feet in height you see this large gash in my stomach here oh oh that was, my oh he oh. he races over to his kettle and he's like <laughs> pouring more tea and he's like please please just Janessa just throws up in the corner of the hut. Like, no, not over there. Uh, that's oh, that was my. I'm sorry. Uh, I thought this was your throw up corner. <laughs> no. Do you the have one of those? Corner yeah. is outside. Oh damn! I'm sorry. I just feel so terrible right now. Not and everyone keeps that in the same place. Yeah. Oh. Some people you, keep it outside. That's where I puke Normal in my people. hut. He pours you another glass of his elixir, and he okay. just kind of hands one out to anyone. As if it is a long one. wrist. Okay, yeah. rest. Yeah, I definitely guzzle that down. <laughs> and he goes back to examining this thing, and he he looks it over, and he's looking at the image, and he's like, I have seen this somewhere before, but I have been away in the wilderness for so long, I the details escape me. I'm sorry, I do not know what this could be. What, um, where is Kyla? Kyla, and you, you oh. see... <laughs> I go purple with embarrassment once more. <laughs> Who is Kyla? <laughs> that is was my. That was the friend? bird on the, on the windowsill. Yeah. This is your only friend Keela. in the world. Where is Keila? <laughs> so, you ran in in a hurry. You didn't even notice Keila outside, posted up, crouching, sitting on the front stoop with the, her back against the wall. Oh, she's wow. got her hands around her head and she's kind of rocking back and forth she she has never seen anything like this before and it has petrified her hmm. can i say what i'm doing or are you still talking yeah absolutely oh, go ahead okay so Kara has been outside with carrot they're both sitting down with keila against the back wall and she's pulled out a flask mm-hmm. and she's been giving keila sips from it and taking big chugs from it herself awesome and she assumes that this is like some kind of alcohol and so she just starts chugging it basically yeah she'd be correct nice (laughs) (laughs) and she just takes a swig and she she's like still rocking still kind of like kind of piecing things together you can see her as she has her mind is kind of like writing things in the air like trying to like make sense of what's just happened but she's silent she's not saying a word Mm. I guess I grab Silent and say, Silent, do you have any idea what this symbol means? I have no clue. I think we have a reckoning on our hands with Salvi. She knows. But how are we going to get her to talk? And we both like look at Bartholm. Bartholm, do you happen to have like a spell like, I don't know, that would choose a certain zone <laughs> and that the people within that zone would have to only tell the truth. I definitely have a spell of that sort. You looking for a zone of truth, per se? <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I would work for. perfectly. Could you maybe cast... It looks like I can see them right outside your windowsill. 
all three of them. <laughs> Let's all just go out there. And okay. you just cast the spell while we're there. All three yeah. of them. Carrots is like Ooh, also carrots taking too. swigs. Yeah, carrots. <laughs> yeah, carrots is also sitting down taking swigs of this flask. Sure. Yeah. And and Selvi still has uh speak with animals cast, so she's hearing <laughs> yeah. carrots say things. <laughs> yeah, Carrot's kind of like, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> carrots is sassy. Yeah, Carrot's is So Bartone kind of questions you, and he, he says, what are you needing this for? I when thought you were. Look, Bartome, I know we just met, but when Selvi saw this image, she went as white as a ghost. Uh, she had recognized the symbol, and when asked, uh, she did not give any that answer. She just walked away. I feel as if... if and you didn't. believe that she knows more than she's letting on? Correct. I see. Well, I will do this. I have no quarrel in the matter, so... And he, he starts making his way over to the door, and he kind of just gets up next to Selvi and Keela and the horse. And he just very graciously just waves his hand in the air in no manner other than just he's casting a spell and he doesn't care mm -hmm. who knows it. It's <laughs> happening. And so in that zone, however many feet it is, mm -hmm. only the truth can be told. All right. So within this 30 feet diameter, you cannot tell a lie. If you if fail this you charisma fail. save. If you fail the charisma save. 17 charisma. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that definitely passes. And Keela passed with flying colors because she got a 20. But we don't even know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, does Bartom know that, though? <laughs> no, he wouldn't even oh. know He doesn't or not. care. He waves the spell and he just says, goes back inside. All right. <laughs> it is done. And he, he just kind of so, sits to the side. So Janessa walks out with all the confidence <laughs> with Silen by <laughs> her side. Just got to, just gets her arms crossed and says, all right, it is time for the truth to come out. Keela <laughs> and... J You're not Janessa, I'm Janessa. And Selvi and Carrots. And Carrots is like, huh? <laughs> you're gonna tell us what and i hold out the cloak with the symbol of the serpent's head and the the flame inside you're gonna tell us what this symbol means wow okay give me a persuasion check right silent stop yawning <laughs> silent yes <laughs> all right persuasion. and i'm just uh i'm just standing there with my staff just kind of uh, um can i make an intimidation check instead yeah, absolutely. It can be intimidation. 13 total. So contest that with his 13. So roll your d20 and try to be a 13. With your charisma, I guess. With charisma modifier, I guess. Two. Okay. Two, yeah. So Janessa is speaking some very bold words, <laughs> and she has intimidated you, and you feel like it is probably in the best interest that you kind of spill a little bit of what you mm -hmm. know. Spill the beans, as one might say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So at this point, I'm like slowly but deliberately on my way to being very, very sauced. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So Selvi is like looks very slowly back at Janessa 
and silent and kind of like tries to lock eyes with them. Um, she hears part of what Janessa says, not the full thing, but gets the gist of it and uh, turns back, looks down and just um, just says, I don't, you know, I don't I don't really know what it is. And that's the you, truth. Mm-hmm. Why did you react then the way you reacted? So Selvi makes like a really long sigh. She takes another swig. And she just goes, it's just a memory from my childhood. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure, you know, what it means or, or who it is. I don't know anything about it. Keela, do you, do you know anything of this symbol? She's still rocking and she is, still has her head between her hands. And she kind of just, she hears her name and she kind of shakes free. And she looks up and sees the logo on the cloak and she panics. And she freezes entirely, and she presses up against the wall, and she's like, where did you get that? From the monster that you didn't fight. Uh, Where were you that whole time? That thing was, uh, that thing was awful. I, I couldn't stick around. Yeah, look at these wounds that have healed because of the tea, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we know it was awful because we stayed to fight. Keela, I thought we were... I thought we were friends. I... I couldn't help myself. I... I tried to stay. I wanted to be brave, but... That thing, it overcame my... my psyche. I couldn't... I couldn't stick around. Then tell us what you know about this serpent's head in flame now. That... I know that. I have seen it before. I have even seen it in town. That is the symbol of the Brim Pirates. 